sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. I am Bryce Sparling. Here with me, as always, is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgeway. Matt, coming off a big weekend at Daytona. Obviously, the first thing on everybody's mind, how's Ryan doing, man? Uh, he's been medically good to race. That's, uh, that's good. That's, I mean, it's... He's banged up, man. It's not. I don't, you don't it just. At all. You don't just walk away from that without, um, without lasting effects. And uh, the so by the time we release this episode, well, maybe not, because this could come out on Friday. Um, I'm gonna be careful what I say here, just because this is gonna come out before. I don't know how they're gonna handle this. I, here's what I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, Ryan is banged up. Uh, he is visibly. Um, he looks like he up. was married to Bobby Brown for a week, is what you're telling me. It, that's he. It, he. They're not going to be able to hide it. Um, they so they haven't. I don't know how they're going to play this. Um, obviously, the world is going to see Ryan very shortly. Uh, and I'll let them be on the the end of how they want to tackle that. Um, I'm not I'm not going to go out there and say any more than I already have um, about how he looks because it's it's rough, man. It, it it like I said, you don't go through that. the The human body was not made to withstand the G-forces that Ryan's body was put through on Saturday night. It, uh, it, and it, that, that comes with effects. It really Thankfully, scared the... I'm going to have to bleep this out, but it scared the shit out of me, man. It really... Yeah. Not only that, but I was watching it, and, and when y'all are racing, I listened to Ryan's radio the entire time. I listened to y'all's radio. And yeah. and when you're... Um, Chad's, the, Chad's the crew chief, is that right? Chad is the crew chief. Oh, when, yes. when Chad came over the radio and was trying to talk to Ryan, and Ryan wasn't talking back, like I, I started fucking sweating, man. Like I, I, I really, really got scared. So I can't imagine what it was like in person at the track. And you know, you're so far, you're so close, but you're so far away from him at that point. Yeah. Um, so that's I've had a lot of people ask me, um, was I scared? Like it was a scary wreck. When, when was I like? when did I become scared? And you're the first person to really nail it. Um, I've seen Ryan wreck before. I've seen uh, a wreck is a wreck is a wreck. I mean, there's a, there's an immediate reaction of damn it because we were super competitive in that race. And Ryan was driving very aggressively. Um, Arguably his best race of the season. Really? Maybe. Like maybe. Um, the car, the strategy, his driving, the aggressiveness, it might have been his yes. best race of the season. Yes. he he. We had the complete package on Saturday night. 
which has only happened a couple times this year. And not so a track that I would really expect y'all to have the complete package at, at you know, at, at yeah. Daytona. So, yeah. Yeah, it it was, uh, so there was an immediate letdown of another one slips through our fingers, potentially. Uh, we've been wrecked at every super speedway package this year, except for the first Atlanta, where we lost a motor and were too slow to be wrecked. Uh, we just had to put around the track for a while. So from the immediate letdown of, so I actually, I saw the car turn sideways and come across, take out our teammate headed towards the infield. And I kind of like immediately threw my hands up and looked away. Um, and then I realized I had a like a momentary awareness that everybody was still watching the TV except for me. And by the time I looked back to the TV, the car had already started to rotate um, and, and begun flip. So I didn't see it start. I didn't see it go airborne. By the time I looked back to the TV, it was well into flipping. Uh, and and I wasn't immediately concerned although I was immediately captivated. Uh, and like at that point, you're not looking away. You realize that this is a bigger wreck uh, than than most. I mean, on the side side note, Ryan said that the hit at Talladega on Kyle Larson, the T-body, when Kyle Larson came back in front of him, he said that was a harder hit than this. Um, but this certainly looked scarier. Uh, but to your point, I wasn't concerned until he didn't answer his radio. That's when it was dead silent at Daytona. Not a, I mean, not a peak, not on pit road, not in the stands, nothing. It was complete silence in Daytona. Um, the cars were on the back stretch, so you really couldn't even hear them. I, I don't remember hearing a sound um, for, except for Andy and Chad trying to get Ryan on the radio. And that's the only time where any concern crept in is just the eerie silence uh, after the fact. Um, so there was a moment there where where it was super concerning until we saw Ryan get out of the car. And then whatever happens after he gets out of the car, you know, is you you can take a breath after the after he climbed out of the car on his own and. You really watch the the first safety worker to the car's reaction um, will tell you all you need to know. And so when that guy got to the car and like stuck his head in the window and then kind of casually stood up and started talking to other safety workers, at that point you kind of like, okay, well, whatever he saw in that car is not uh, an immediate an immediate emergency. Right. Like it, it's not life threatening. You you feel like. You don't know, um, but you feel like his reaction will tell you kind of how bad the situation is or isn't. So to see him just kind of casually stand up and start talking to other safety workers, you feel like, okay, Ryan's in. He's at least communicating in, inside the car. Uh, turns out what happened was the guy stuck his head into the car, and it was completely dark inside the car because uh, he's in the middle of the infield. And he, he's trying to get his belts off in the car. And the guy stuck his head in the car to ask Ryan if he was okay. And he blocked the light. Ryan was using the track lighting to 
to shine into the cockpit to see where his belts and stuff were. And when the guy stuck his head in, uh, he blocked the light and Ryan couldn't see. So Ryan actually pushed that guy's head back out of the window so that he could get the light in there. Uh, and I guess that's why the guy kind of just stood up and stood there for a second because his uh, his face was met with Ryan's hand pushing him back out of the car <laughs> so he could get out. Uh, so that's what happened there. Um, but yeah, Ryan got out of the car and straight to the hospital. It sucked. Um, there we there was a while where we didn't know you know where we're going. Are we going to the hospital? Are we going to the plane? Are we going to hang out here? Is Ryan coming home with us tonight? Uh, what you know? There's kind of all of that, and then my phone is exploding. Uh, I think everybody I know who's ever watched a race in their life, including Billy. You know no. when Billy texted Billy you? texted you about it? Yeah. When wow. Billy texted me, um, I knew that you know we had gone viral. <laughs> the, the world had seen this, uh, but uh, I didn't. I didn't answer anybody on Saturday night. I kind of just wanted to be with the team in the situation we were in. Uh, I, I, if anybody's listening to this that I still haven't got back to yet, sorry. I hope everybody understands that uh, at the time, you know, I didn't even know if his wife was in contact with him. So I, I was kind of just going to let that play out on the on the professional side and kind of be with the team in the moment. So, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, oh, he's okay. Um, there, there are lasting effects. They will be visible. Um, we're just gonna have to kind of take it as it comes and, um, and we'll just stall be thankful that we're going to go race again on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, the ro- the roller coaster of emotions that I kind of went through in once again I'm just sitting there watching it on TV you know I'm not at the track I don't I don't know Ryan I, you know I know everybody through you sort of but like I, you know see it had a great race great package great strategy great car great aggressive racing uh, even when he got even when he got sent back to the to the pack uh, because of the power steering issue at the beginning of the race I'm like. I'm not worried because on speed, he has a top 10 car and it's Daytona. Yeah. As long as you can avoid the crashes, you can work your way back up to the field. I'm not worried about that at all. He did. Um, he worked his way back up, had a very, very strong car. I, I think uh, I don't. Did he ever did he ever lead a lap? I don't think he ever got up to leading a lap. Did he? Yeah, I don't think we led a lap. Um, but you were in the you were in the I would say you were in the top. 10 or top five for the majority of the race really yeah um very yeah. very strong car i was i was really hopeful that uh y'all are gonna pick up a win and i see him spinning and the first thing that goes through my mind is great it, there's another opportunity wasted and he's flying into the infield and i'm like man i hope he slows down before he hits the inside wall and then he hits the grass and i see it hop up and immediately my mind thought i'm like that's you, these cars aren't supposed to do that like that's not that's yeah. not good and then he just flips and he flips and he flips and it reminds me of something out of Fast and the Furious. Like it's not something I don't feel like I've seen a car flip that many times in a very very long time in NASCAR. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, my 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 mind immediately is like this is not good. He lands. Uh, everybody on the radio is trying to get him on the radio. There's no radio communication. And I'm like, oh my god, like you, you got to be kidding me. And then one of the first things uh, that I think I saw on TV, I might have seen it wrong because, like you said, the lighting down there is not great, is when the safety team gets there, 
the driver's side netting, I think, was still up. I don't think Ryan took the no, driver's side it, netting down. I think it was the, the emergency team did, right? No, 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 no. no. It, so the car was facing the other way. You couldn't see the window net up or down. The window net actually came loose in the wreck. Oh in the flipping, God. you can see the, the he lost his roof hatch. I did, I did see the roof hatch. Net. So his, his cockpit was dangerously exposed uh, during, during the accident. Uh, he was vulnerable from multiple sides. Um, I, I mean, and, between and, that and the T-bone that we talked about earlier this year, that it hit the it hit the passenger well where a passenger side would be, and that whatever bar was there just buckled and snapped. Like, yeah, I mean, I I know NASCAR has done a phenomenal job since Dale's death uh, of making NASCAR safer. They really have done a very very good job and and put their front foot forward and made NASCAR a safer safer sport, but you can't have cars flip like that. You, you can't. Um, and, and you can do as much research and development as you want to try to not make them flip, but here's a novel idea, NASCAR. Take the damn grass out of racetracks. Take it out. Do, I mean, you don't see a lot of F1 tracks with, with grass in them. I mean, on, on the slower corners, yes. On the straights, yes. But mo on most of the fast corners or any sharp curve, it, it's gravel or it's. I love the thing that Fran the 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 French GP has is the multicolored um, kind of rumble strip sort of that's supposed to slow the car downs. You've yeah. got to take the grass, and and I I know it's a big thing in NASCAR to have the front stretch, the grass, the graphics, all that. I don't know, maybe make it turf or 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 you know maybe leave that and take it out of the back stretch or something. Take the grass out. The grass is is a nuisance in NASCAR. I know it looks good take it out gotta take that out we've got to stop these cars from flipping i don't know i don't know if it's just grass i don't know if we can figure out a way but the the fact that the window net came off i didn't know that that's that's horrifying and and the little you know safety hatch at the top of the like how did like that can't that can't happen the cockpit can like yeah. as bad as f1 wrecks look those those cockpits are damn near indestructible i mean we saw roman yeah. grosjean burst yep. into flames and and that cockpit the cockpit was fine the cockpit saved him the halo saved him because of the structural integrity there so um and, and i want to preface this by saying nascar has done a phenomenal job since dale's death of making nascar safer they have they've done a really really good job but there's still room to grow and and i i just hope i hope nascar doesn't try to sweep this incident under the rug and not face it head on like nobody you know i feel like i feel like nascar thinks and this is just my opinion so i don't i don't know if nascar thinks this but i feel like nascar is so afraid to acknowledge that the new gen car might have some some failings some safety failings that they don't want to come out in the media and say hey this is wrong or hey this is wrong or hey we missed this or this isn't safe or something being transparent in situations like this in my opinion is the best form of action even if it's not with the media that's fine whatever we don't we don't need transparency the morons at home drinking beer we don't need transparency but i feel like you owe it to the teams and the people that are putting their lives on the line every single weekend to be transparent with your drivers to be transparent with your owners with your crew chiefs like hey this, this part of this car probably not as safe as it should be we're doing xyz to fix it though okay um and yeah and i, I don't know if nascar is doing that maybe they are maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm i'm you know uh, maybe I'm, I'm mistaken here, but it just feels like NASCAR is so afraid to admit any wrongdoing that it's it's almost detrimental to them and everybody that's involved with the sport. Yeah, 
I mean, I take your point, but I also I'll counter with the the two worst accidents we've seen this year, which uh, unfortunately both involve Ryan Priest. Um, NASCAR has taken the those cars. They at Talladega they took Kyle Larson and Ryan Priest's car back to the R and D center so they could basically deconstruct the accident. Like the FAA, when a plane crashes, takes every part of the plane they can find into this big hangar and puts it all back together to see if they can, you know, figure out every detail of the entire thing. Uh, NASCAR essentially does the same thing. Thankfully, without the the fatalities you expect to see in plane crashes. Um, and they have done that. They NASCAR took that car uh, immediately. They put it on a rollback. They drove it into the garage. They shut the garage doors and they posted a guard outside. So we didn't even, I still have not seen the car. Since the last time it left our pit box uh, for that fuel only stop, I have not seen the car. Um, so it, uh, and I'll, I'll give NASCAR credit. They made changes after the first, that first Talladega wreck. They made changes to the car. They, they increased the support um, in, the, in the passenger side and they, Probably, I expect some sort of changes after this accident as well. I don't know what they'll be. I don't know how you, I don't know what they'll be. Yeah. We'll see. But NASCAR is not going to just say like, hey, you know, we've, we're done deconstructing Priest's accident at Daytona. Uh, there, there are no updates. We're happy with everything we found. So <laughs> just um, use more duct tape car, next time. The card functioned as designed and everything's okay you know no issues uh that's not i don't expect that to happen i expect there will be something um some update at some point in time so uh unfortunately you can only stress test these things so much and and when when in the development phase and at some point you kind of have to let i don't want it mean to sound graphic or condescending but you have to let nature take its course you can only fathom so many scenarios to prepare for at some point you have to react uh to to scenarios that you couldn't have fathomed and nascar has done a good job in my opinion in reacting to scenarios that could not have been prepared for yeah and, and like i like i said as, as much as is that as much as that whole five minute rant that i went on right there was sort of pooping on nascar I wanted to, you know, preface that by saying, and I said it multiple times in that rant, that they they really have done a good job since Dale's death of of making NASCAR safer. Like they really have put, you know, things in place and made it made it much much safer than it used to be. And you know, actually having rules in the track for what you have to have and where, and you know, yeah. all this other stuff. So yeah, to your point, man. Sometimes sometimes you just have to react to situations. You can't be proactive about it because. There are situations that you, yeah, like you said, never would have fathomed. You, you, you never would have fathomed that would have happened. I think, I, I you know, the the hatch coming open and, and the driver's side netting coming down, like that has to be figured out. Like we can't, we can't have that. That has to be figured out. The flipping of the car, just get rid of the damn grass everywhere. I'm so sick of seeing grass. It's just dangerous. It's too dangerous for for these, uh, you know, stock cars to be sliding across because it was. Let's see, who was it? I, it was a couple. It was a couple races ago. Um, crap, I don't remember who it was. I mean, they were going like 120 around a curb or something, 
and got spun out and they touched the grass and they had they had the miles per hour on it and as soon as it touched the grass it picked up like 15 20 miles per hour like it, it started going faster on the grass than it was in the tarmac or you know the concrete so get rid of grass just get rid of grass completely from all tracks um that's probably gonna be an unpopular opinion no they're not gonna do it but um i don't know and another hard hit i mean uh, you know priest's was probably the most graphic wreck of the night obviously because he flipped 13 times in the air uh yeah. but but it was um was it blaney or ty gibbs blaney. That got, it was blaney. dude that was terrifying because as soon as that like literally as soon as that wreck happened i had flashbacks to dale because yeah. it was eerily similar to that and you know I, I think blaney had the wind knocked out of him but i i think he was fine i i didn't you know i was sort of going back and forth doing a bunch of things i think they interviewed him afterwards um but uh, but that was that was eerily similar to Dale's crash, and I, like that that scared me, man. Yeah, Blaney hit a ton. Uh, like you said, everybody who saw Blaney's hit, um, unfortunately, has seen that hit before. Um, you're just glad the results are different, and the safety is where it is. Bingo. Because that wall, that entire, they got a great shot of the entire wall, uh, and that that really did a lot. It's um, uh, man, crazy night. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know we we, we kind of. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad Blaney's out. I obviously I haven't talked to Blaney. Uh, I do know people who have. Apparently, he's all good too. As far as I'm aware, he he's passed his concussion stuff and will be racing this good. weekend as well. That's that's great to hear, man. I, I don't know that for fact, but that's what I've heard. Gotcha. Um, and, and yeah, that's, you know, we kind of pooped on NASCAR there for a little bit. And this is where I'm going to praise him. Like that wreck, Blaney's wreck 15 years ago, 20 years ago. is fatal. It is. It, it, it 1000% is. Um, but with the safer barriers, the Hans devices, all the new technology they have in the car, uh, Blaney was able to walk away. No concussion. He's going to race. He's going to race in, you know, eight days from, from the wreck. So, uh, you know, as much as we you know, kind of poop on NASCAR and some of the decisions they make and everything here. They're going to get credit where credit's due in, in that the safer barriers, the everything they put into these cars to make it better. Uh, once again, I am a curse for Ryan Blaney. Blaney, if you're listening, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm terribly sorry. Every time I pick you, uh, you crap the bed. So that's, um, you can blame the, you can blame the, the, the crash on me. Um, but outside of that, that was the two, you know, kind of big dominating talking points from, from the Daytona race was the Ryan Priest wreck and, uh, the wreck early on in the race that took out roughly 90% of the field. I, I felt like like everybody was involved in that thing. Uh, oh, Mr. Uh, Chase Elliott, not making the chase, got knocked out of the playoff race. He will he will not be competing for a championship in the last 10 races of the season. What's NASCAR's, what's their, what's their angle going to be? Are they still going to talk about possibly a way for Chase Elliott to still win the championship? Cause that was all that they talked about Saturday night. That was it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, thankfully I don't have to listen to the, uh, the audio at the track. I, I, you know, it's terrible. Dude. I don't know. We'll see. It is, um, it is a talking point for a lot of people. Uh, I could care less. I, we didn't make the playoffs. I don't care what Chase Elliott did or didn't do. Um, that's his problem. What was it that he said about Kevin Harvick a couple of years ago? I'd like to wish uh, Chase Elliott a Merry Christmas and a happy off season. Uh, <laughs> so that's, uh, I reiterate that feeling towards Chase Elliott that 
uh, you know, it stuff happens. Uh, it sucks. Welcome to it. Hey, Chris, Chris Boucher in, ends up winning the uh, winning the race. Uh, St- SHR has they only, they only have one car in the chase, right? Just Kevin. That's correct. Yeah, just just Harvick. Um, look good though, dude. SHR looked really good at Daytona. What so? What's the mindset? Does the mindset for y'all change at all in these last 10 races since you're not really racing for a championship? Do you, do you really care at all? Does anything, is any, you, does your attack plan change for kind of looking towards next year and, and research and development for next year? Or are you still, is it just business as usual for, every every weekend? For SHR or for for, for Priest, for the 41, for y'all individually? Because yeah. SHR is still no, going for a championship. We're on, we're on kill mode. Okay. Uh, we're, we have 10 races to go win a race. Uh, as of this moment, Priest doesn't have a contract for next year. Really? Uh, at least, at least not one signed. Um, there have there have been rumors that SHR. It's been reported on Twitter by a reporter that SHR has explored the possibility of selling charters. Now, it doesn't say what charters, but it would be assumed that the ten and the forty-one are the ones up for sale because. You have a driver signed for the four next year, and you have a driver signed for the 14 next year. While Eric is still under contract, uh, it is widely speculated, and I have no knowledge uh, more. Th- I have no internal knowledge that anyone else doesn't have. It is speculated that Eric will retire this year uh, and not return, uh, and that Smithfield will either exit NASCAR entirely or not return to SHR in some facet or another. Wow. So it can be presumed that the 14, I mean, the 41 and the 10 are the two charters that uh, could be sold off. Now, internally, we have not heard anything about the possibility of selling or shutting down or anything. Uh, I'm not worried about it. That's the furthest thing from my mind. We have 10 races to go win a race, uh, which was our goal to start the year was to win uh, and it remains our goal, and and more. Moreover, we still believe we can accomplish that goal. Our entire team believes that we have what it takes to win a race. We have the driver, we have the crew, we have the crew chief. Um, we don't always have the speed, but we can make up for that in other areas, uh, especially a short track. Martinsville, we still go back to Martinsville. Uh, we won the pole there in the spring and led the first 130, 40 laps. Uh, no one was going to touch us at Martinsville all day long until we got a speeding penalty on pit road, which was not Ryan's fault. Uh, I know you think I'm crazy when I say that a driver speeding on pit road is not the driver's fault. I'm not going to elaborate. You just got to trust me. It's NASCAR's fault. Uh, it's NASCAR's fault that they don't have a pit limiter button on it. That's so stupid. No, 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 no. Stupid. It's not NASCAR's fault. Stupid. Uh, it was it was based on our pit box selection and the distance oh, to that. the timing line. And he was told that he could launch as hard as he wants out of the box all day. He'll never be able to get enough speed to be speeding before the timing line that was incorrect information <laughs> and not his fault because well, he, he was wouldn't have to do that if, if you have a pit limiter button on the steering <clears throat> wheel like if you have an rpm limiter well, button like it just it, it look, look i mean f1 has it indycar has it like all the other premier racing series around the world have a pit limiter button on your steering wheel i, I don't it's not that hard 
No, and I'm fine with a pit limiter button too. I, I don't care. That's a lot of people would be upset about that because it, you know, it's not, it's not stock. You don't have a pit limiter button in your car. Like I, you can. I already know what all the argument would be. I don't care. I'd be fine with a pit limiter button. But either way, um, I digress. <laughs> hey, you we know still I, have chances to win this year, and still have every intent to do so. Dude, I'm looking at the uh, it, yeah. You you got Martinsville coming up, and you also got Talladega, man. It and and y'all look great at, at Daytona. The the Super Speedway package for SHR at Daytona, y'all nailed it. So, so listen, I'm a, I'm gonna have a little bit of a spoiler. I'm not going to announce it. Okay. On this podcast because it's not public yet, but there is a collaborative effort going on inside Stuart Haas Racing for that Talladega race that involves the 41 car and another car in the shop. And once it, let me just say this, it will be massively popular. Massively. Maybe the most talked about thing all season long once it goes public. I'm excited. When's that going to go public? You think the week of Dega? Uh, I don't know. I would explain. Talladega is not far away. It's in September. October. Um, is it October? October. Well, the the, re, the weekend starts in, at the end of September. Oh, okay, the race okay. is October. Yeah, but it's the, it's the last weekend yes. in September, first weekend in October. Yeah, about a month. Um, yeah, it's a month away. So it's got to be getting close. I'm not sure. All of the details have been finalized yet. Okay. Like I said, it's a collaborative effort, so it requires multiple parties um there are some people involved that we have not worked with previously so you kind of have to establish a relationship and all i mean all of it has to be there's a lot of t's that need to be crossed and i's that need to be dotted before this thing sees the light of day uh but it is it is in the work and i am super excited about it i didn't think I would be excited to see another super speedway race ever after Daytona. And just from this week of what I know of what's happening for Talladega, I cannot wait. Maybe the most anticipated race of the season for me. Now I'm jacked uh, up about to, it, man. To be just to get to be a part of, I'm, I'm, I'm super ecstatic. Like I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the world to see what we've got up our sleeve for Talladega. Now I'm jacked up about it. Now I'm now I'm super excited. I was trying to see. Um, you know, one of the thing, one of the weird things I was uh, I was looking here. So I was looking at the rest of the schedule and, and you know looking at all the races and all that. <clears throat> Do you know the Homestead race doesn't have a sponsor at the moment? <laughs> I did not know that. It is just the NASCAR Cup Series race at Homestead, Miami. I hope it stays that way. <laughs> We can call it. We can call it the Florida 400 or whatever. The <laughs> Miami. We've lost. We. I. I hate corporate sponsors. They suck. They're terrible. I, I'll. I'll never call whatever your stadium name is after the bank that it's named for. Uh, I will never call your race the official beef. It's what for dinner 200. <laughs> brought to you by State Farm. Insurance Farmers <laughs> Association Union. I'm never I like 
I, I will never say any of those things. I, you're wasting your money. If, if you are listening to this and you have billions of dollars of, of corporate dollars, don't sponsor anything because it's stupid and nobody cares. Um, I, I miss, I miss, I, I'm excited for this weekend. It's the Southern 500. Who's the official sponsor? Couldn't tell you. Southern don't care. Southern we'll sponsor. Southern 500. <laughs> uh, it, it is the world 600. Uh, it's, it's the firecracker 400. It's, we need to get back to those. So we need, I understand we can't have the Dixie 500. Why not? I was about to say that. Come on. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. The world we live in, we can't call it that, but we can call it the, the Georgia 500. (laughs) We can, we can call it the Talladega 500. We can, I mean, it's, it can be the Miami 400. I don't. I don't care. The only one I, I got to disagree with you on there. The only one I got to disagree with you on that one is it has to remain forever and always the Coca-Cola 600. That's the only yeah, well, one. That's the only one. That's fine, but the it was the World 600 before it was the Coke 600 and the World 600 carries a lot of value to a lot of people. So a lot of people still call it the World 600. I'm fine. I'm not going to die on that hill. I don't even remember I, that. I call it the Coke 600 because that's what I've always known it as. Yes, yeah, But people who remember it as the World 600 still call it the World 600 to this day, and I'm okay with that, too. I don't remember that. I, and, and, and a close second, I mean, the Coca-Cola 600, we have to keep that. A close second, next year I hope they would keep this. I mean, the Enjoy Illinois 300 presented by Ticket Smarter. I mean, come on. What a name. What, I mean, ticket Master or Ticket nope, Smarter? Not Ticket Master, Ticket Smarter. I've never even heard of Ticket no Smarter. No clue what the hell I Ticket Smarter I was at that event all weekend long and have never heard the word Ticket Smarter before right now. That is your corporate dollars, America. Whoever's listening, I was at the event the entire weekend and had never heard your brand name before today. <laughs> uh, how about the Quaker Steak 400 available at Walmart? Yeah. Uh, whatever Pretty that's good uh that used to be kentucky where's that now that's atlanta it, that, it, it used to be oh, the yeah, folds yeah, of yeah. honor they paint the walls green yeah it used um, to be the folds of honor race and it's not apparently anymore yeah folds of honor is kind of pulled out of racing entirely which sucks because that was the coolest trophy in all of the the folded american flag in front of a minigun yeah that it was amazing freaking rocked um and now it's a n- not <laughs> Uh, I didn't mind the Chicago one, the Grant Park 220. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, Grant Park's a yeah, big place. That's, that's Grant Park. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of neat. And, like, I don't know, stuff like that, that's that, that's not a corporate sponsor, like you said, is cool. Um, but, yeah, Chris Busher won. Uh, no no corporate sponsor for the Homestead race. We are into the playoffs. Next week, uh, we go to Darlington for the Cookout Southern 500. So it's just the Southern 500. That's not... I've, yeah. never, I've never even eaten at a cookout. I don't even know if we have those in Georgia. I'm assuming that, we do. You, you have one in Carrollton. Really? There's a cookout in Carrollton. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. On, on 27, um, going towards Bremen. Get out. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. like right in the where Tanner, before you get to Tanner and everything. Yeah. And the square. Um, if you get to the square in Tanner, you've gone too far. But between, uh, between the bypass and Tanner, there's... A cookout, or there was when I was living there. It's been some years, but I'm gonna look that up now. I, it, yeah, cookout. Carrollton, it is Georgia. a it is a North Carolina originated fast food restaurant 
the food is nothing to write home about. Uh, it's not bad. It's just, it's, it, you know, it's a typical American cuisine. What it is, though, is insanely cheap fast food. Insane. Like, I mean, you get a whole plate of food and you're paying five bucks. You can get a burger with double cheeseburger, bacon, fries, milkshake. You're playing, paying like five, six bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is cheap. Holy smokes. Yes. That's kind of what they're known for. That's their claim to fame is the the amount of and quality of food you get for the price it's kind of like that uh i'm you know neither of us are atlanta falcons fans but uh the the food they put that post where this is the amount of food you can get at mercedes-benz stadium for twenty dollars well and it's like it's more food than any human should have in one city they they sort of got to do that i mean how else are you gonna get fans to come to the stands and watch the falcons i agree it's not to watch the falcons but they might need to um, give away free beer i mean that's but they're doing it they're doing it right uh, yeah, so you can get you can get a a half pound burger. I think if I'm reading this right, you can get a half pound burger for three ninety nine. Yes, holy, crap. you're reading that right. Yeah, it's that's that's cookout. Wow. So anyway, that's very that's very cheap. So yeah, that's cookout. Uh, a couple more races coming up. Like I said, playoff start uh, in the Craftsman Truck Series. I didn't watch any of this. They were in uh, Milwaukee. Grant Infinger won, Carson Hosevar second, Christian Eckes third, Corey Heim fourth, and Matt Crafton fifth. I think they're already into the um, they playoffs. Are. Yeah. So that playoff is going on. For some, I don't know why the Truck Series differs from the Xfinity yeah. and, and Cup Series. Like, you know, from week well, to week, that's fine. Schedule shorter, but. I yeah, but if, if you want to do a short, shorter schedule for a truck, that's fine. Just either start later in the season or just skip a couple of weekends or something like that. Do a shorter playoff. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I would have the playoffs the exact same. I would have yeah. all 10 playoff races, all the exact same for all three premier series. And if you want the trucks yeah. to race less, have a shorter regular season. You know, you can figure it out, but I don't know. It, yeah. just, it just makes it confusing. And then Friday night and the Xfinity Series race, I didn't watch either because Friday Night Lights are for Friday Night Lights, not for racing. Uh, Justin Allgaier wins it. Sheldon Creed second. Daniel Hemrick third. Parker Clearman fourth. And Colonel Custer finishes in fifth. The standings. uh, Playoff standings. Let's go over here. Why is it? Why do they have to come up with goofy graphics for this? God. Um, So the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs looks like this. William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Chris Boucher, Kyle Busch. Uh, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Brad Kozlowski, Tyler Reddick, Joey Logano, and Ryan Blaney are the top 12. The bottom four who have got to move up just right now. No races won. This is just the points they have going into the playoffs. Uh, Bottom four right now, though, are Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Booba Wallace. And how many, let's see, uh, four drivers are eliminated after the Bristol Motor Speedway race. So that's three races they have, right? Because it's correct. Darlington, Around Kansas. three, eliminate the bottom four. It's, it's Darlington, Kansas, and then Bristol, right? That's the next three correct. races. Yeah, it's the first round. So, and if you win, you're automatically in, just like the, the other ones, right? Also correct. So yep. that, is the, um, that is the NASCAR Cup Series 2023 playoffs. Where the hell do I pull up the Xfinity Series? Why is the graphics on here terrible? So who, while we're talking about it, yep. who, who is your first four out of the playoffs in the Cup Series? First four out of the playoffs. I'm going to go... After Bristol. Who's out? After Bristol, I'm going to go Joey Logano, Christopher Bell, Bubba Wallace, and Michael McDowell. Okay. Uh, so I'm also going Christopher Bell and Michael McDowell. I'm going to go... Mm. Read me those names back. 
All right, so the top 12 is this. William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Chris Boucher. Give me, give me six back because all the top six are going to make it. All the top six. All right, so uh, seven back is going to be Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Brad Kozlowski, who y'all were bad-mouthing on the radio for no reason. Jeez, come on, guys. No, uh, we weren't. Oh, yes, you were. I heard no, that. We <laughs> Tyler Reddick, Joey Legato, Ryan Blaney, Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Bubba Wallace. Okay, so I've got McDowell out, Stenhouse out. Um, who is? Oh, Christopher Bell out. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big. I'm gonna say Kyle Busch out in oh, the first wow. round. Wow. Yeah. They've got. They've had speed in that car all year, but they have been wildly inconsistent. Uh, and this is like I'm not saying Kyle Busch won't win a race again this year. Yeah. Because I totally think he could. Um, but that they have just been absolute. They've been hit or miss, but they've been extremes in either direction. You're right. Uh, and, right. And this is the playoffs is where you you need consistency as much as you need success. Um, so Kyle Busch, uh, Christopher Bell, Michael McDowell, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. are my four out of the first round. If you had a if you had to pick a winner right now. Who would you pick to win the Cup Series? Man, it's hard to pick against William Byron. It That's, is, man. I mean, True, Truex is going to be Mr. Consistent all the way to the end. Uh, Danny Hamlin is way overdue for a championship. Like, the, the, the idea that he doesn't have one is just shows you kind of how big of a joke it is. Um, I, I want to, I think I'd rather see Truex or Hamlin win than byron but byron they've just had the outright speed all, all year yeah I, I you'd you'd be hard pressed to get me to bet on anybody other than william byron or martin truex jr um yeah i mean the, both of those guys are just it seems like every other weekend one of those two guys wins like their their cars yeah. are just so strong um so yeah oh, and over on the uh over on the xfinity side it looks like this the top 10 uh austin hill Joe, uh, John Hunter Dimacek, Justin Allgaier, Cole Custer, Sam Mayer, Chandler Smith, Sheldon Creed, Josh Dingleberry, uh, Sam Smith, Jeb Burton, and Daniel Hemrick, and Parker Kligerman are the top ten in the Xfinity Series. I don't know why they don't have the playoff standing graphic for Xfinity. They have it for the Cup Series. Like it's a cool little, cool little graphic, but they don't have it for the uh, for the Xfinity guys wonder what the hell is this oh little grid playoff playoff grid playoff grid challenge okay that's kind of cool i might have to do that that'll be cool uh so yeah we move on this week we head to the southern 500 at darlington and your schedule looks like this this weekend as soon as it pulls up hey how's the uh while i'm pulling up the weather how, how was y'all's or how, while i'm pulling up the schedule how was y'all's weather yesterday man did y'all get into that hurricane it, it barely rained here. Oh, wow. It sprinkled for about 20 minutes. That was, that was it. That, wow. Okay. All right. I, I figured y'all were going to get a big bulk of that. So No, Charlotte got it between. So Charlotte to Mooresville is not a huge distance, but that's that last most outer band of this hurricane swept through Charlotte and didn't touch Lake Norman. Oh, good. That's right. good to hear. So, 
Uh, at Darlington this weekend, Xfinity and Cup Series are there. Xfinity starts their practice 1035 on CBS Sports, streaming on CBS Sports. Uh, and then the qualifying at 11.05, also streaming on CBS Sports. NASCAR Cup Series practices at 12.35 on USA and then qualifies on USA as well. And then at 3.30 in the Sports Clips Haircuts VFW Help a Hero 200, the Xfinity Cars race at 3.30 on USA and NBC Sports. I got to get that NBC Sports streaming package uh, because we got rid of our cable and me not being able to watch USA Network and watch NASCAR is about to send me into a conniption fit. Uh, and it's only been a week and a half, so um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign up for that today. Uh, and then the NASCAR Cup Series, 6 p.m. at the Southern 500 on USA and NBC Sports Network. Right, in, right. It's going to start right when the uh, when our fantasy football, when one of my fantasy football drafts start. Who are you picking this weekend, Matt? If you had to put a put a dollar down, a little soft earned dollar down on someone to win the Cookout Southern 500, who you got? Uh, I'm going. Pretty heavily with the the team that's had speed all year, the betting favorite comes out guns blazing in the playoffs. Give me William Byron. Give me Denny Hamlin. Okay, that's I have, also. I good have pick. no idea why. I, I I'm I'm kind of pulling for Denny Hamlin. I think if if there's anybody who I I think Martin Truex Jr. or William Byron will end up being the champion, uh, but they're not who I'm pulling for. Uh, I'm pulling for uh, Kevin Harvick, obviously because he's from SHR. Um, but outside of an association for that, I, I'd love to see Hamlin win win the championship this year. I'd love to see Blaney win the championship this year. Um, those are the, those are the three guys that I'm sort of sort of pulling for. So give me Hamlin. I think Hamlin wins the Southern 500 and locks himself into the position in the next round of the fantastic NASCAR playoffs. Uh, over in the NTT IndyCar Series, Scott Dixon makes it two in a row, and he's starting to creep up on Alex Pillow, Man, I don't know if he can catch him. He he's is not going. There. He's 70 points behind him, and there's only two races left. I don't know how the point system works, but I don't think yeah, he, he can, ain't going to get there. I don't think he uh, can get there. I, I think Alex Pillow can clinch this weekend. I'm not positive about that, but I think he can clinch. I, I would I would assume that you are correct. Uh, this weekend, they are in Portland. That starts at three. Or, wait a minute. Is NBC, is NBC and Peacock the same thing? No, they're oh. the same owners. NBC owns Peacock. Oh, but Peacock is their streaming network. Well, well wait, wait a minute. What's uh, what's NASCAR streaming on? I thought NASCAR. What is this? Is that not? Is that not NBC? What is this? Streaming on NBC Sports. Is that different than Peacock? Uh, NBC Sports, I think, requires a cable subscription. Whereas Peacock is NBC's standalone. Yeah, I can I can watch I can watch IndyCar races on Peacock. All right, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out some way to watch it. Um, but yeah, this weekend they are at they're in Portland, and it looks like we have the NXT cars, the Indy NXT cars racing. All that stuff will be on uh, Peacock. They'll be streamed on there. Uh, practice Friday at six p.m. for the IndyCar series, and then Saturday at twelve for practice number two. Qualifying for the IndyCar series is. Doo -doo 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 -doo, let me see. There's thirty-five different things on here. Uh, do they not have qualifying? Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, qualifying is Saturday at 3.30 p.m. I'll be watching college football at that point. Uh, and then the yeah. race. <laughs> yeah, it's college football season, baby. Yeah, I, I, I have to. I am contractually obligated to be at the track on Saturday. <laughs> uh, but 3 o'clock will be done qualifying. It is a two-hour drive home. I will find whatever game, the best game on Sirius XM I can find. Uh, the closest game. Listen to college football the entire way home. 
I will be showered on my couch before Georgia kicks off. I know Georgia doesn't have much of a game, but that's irrelevant because it's college football. football is back. Dang right, dude. Dang right. I've, Ohio State plays Indiana, and you would think, oh, it's a Big Ten opponent. We're 30-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm like – I saw that. Come on, dude. What are we doing? <laughs> like, Whatever. It's college football. There'll be fun games. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Sunday, though, at 3 p.m., IndyCar series races. We'll see. I don't. I think Alex Pillow can definitely probably lock it up this weekend. I assume he will. I don't. I don't think. I think. Gonna I happen. think Dixon has to have a bad race. I think um, if Pillow has a great race and Dixon has a terrible race, I think it could be over. I think Dixon can carry it into the final race, but it it would be a a hail mary. Yeah, I think I think Dixon needs to win and Pillow needs to finish like bottom five or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, to even make the last race matter yeah yeah which is crazy because last year the last race there was like five or six cars that were yeah that there could were, win it. i think there were three that had a legitimate shot and then two with an outside yeah shot. It's, it's a little it's a little different we switch over to f1 um interesting race last week at zandvoort it, it came off like everybody else thought it was it was going to come off um max verstappen won it i mean anybody who thought differently is an is an idiot uh, but it, it, dude, it was it was crazy. They they started on slicks three three laps in. They had to switch over to intermediates, uh, and then they had to switch over to full wets. And they were only on full wets for like two laps until they red flagged the race. Which that's a whole nother rant. I don't know why they have full wet tires if they're not yeah. even going to race in the conditions. Like, don't even yeah. have that as an. They they red flagged the race because the drivers didn't have the capability of making it around the track in wet weather tires. That's not the FIA's place to step in and police that if, if the drivers can't make it around the track with full wet weather tires on that's so yeah figure it out like that's a whole different rant if i went down that rabbit hole we'd be here for another hour um but it was it was a great strategy and and you know all props all props to max man i, I think max proved this weekend i know a lot of people are like oh, the only reason he's winning is because he's in the best car yes that obviously helps duh but this weekend like the way the strategy played out for Red Bull, the pit stops were amazing. Max's driving on uh, the track was nothing short of masterful. I mean, you're going from from a dry track to a wet track to a damp track to a dry track, then back to a back to a wet track at the end of the race. That was one of Max Verstappen's greatest drives, I think he's he's ever had in a Red Bull. So, congrats to Max. Uh, Fernando Alonso uh, finished the second. Pierre Gasly, Pierre Gasly got on the podium, which was really neat to see. I'm a big Pierre Gasly fan. Um, one of the funny storylines that came out of it, Mercedes could not have gotten their strategy more wrong this weekend. Uh, just a not something you usually hear out of it. Julia Ferrari we're talking about. Ferrari was terrible too, but you just kind of expect that. Uh, you could not, you could not have had a worse strategy than Mercedes did. Why, when they pitted, why they pitted, the tire selection when they pitted, it was it was horrendous. And you know, on qualifying, uh, George Russell was. Top, top three, top four in qualifying speed. He had a chance to get on a podium, and just it was awful. It was uh, it was really really awful from um, uh, Mercedes this weekend. So, you know, not that the standings change any. Max Verstappen continues his lead. He sets the he sets the record for most consecutive races one in a row. I think either sets it or ties it. Uh, Red Bull sets a record for most consecutive races one in a row by a um, by a manufacturer, and I. I wouldn't expect it to change this weekend. Uh, it's not done. It just shouldn't. I, I think McLaren might have something to say because they're really good on high-speed corners, but McLaren loses a lot of time in high-speed straights, and it's the Italian Grand Prix. Like we're, you know, 
We're going to Monza. The, Monza. Yeah. And, and which, which has two super significant straightaways. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. I, I can't I can't come up with a reason why Red Bull's not gonna win this again. Uh FP one is I do like this though. Everything starts a little bit later, um, which is nice because then we go to Singapore and Japan, which those races are like in the middle of the day or something goofy. Um, but F- FP1 starts on Friday at 7.30 a.m. FP2 at 11 a.m. FP3 on Saturday at 6.30. Qualifying at 10 a.m. in the race uh, at 9 a.m. Uh, Matt, who's going to finish in second? Uh, I don't know. Give me either McLaren. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Lando. I think, uh, okay. yeah, I think, I think Lando is going to, um, I think Lando is going to finish, finish in second. I was, I was looking here. Do you know off the top? Hey, what, of your- um, I, I uh, did not get to see any F1. I saw Ricardo got hurt. Yeah. Broke his wrist. What's, what's the situation with that? He's out. He's out. Broke his wrist. I don't know how long he's going to be out. I think, um, the kid that took Who's- over for him, uh, yeah. he finished in the points. I want to say. Um, dude, no, he didn't. Liam Lawson was the was the guy that, okay. that took over. He raced pretty well. He got it. He had a penalty for impeding in the pits. Uh, if he didn't get that penalty, he might have finished in the points. Uh, but he 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 raced very aggressively too, and a, a fair aggressiveness. So yeah, Liam Lawson looked pretty good. I, I give him props. I don't think Daniel's gonna be back this year. Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe not. Yeah, I, I hope I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think he will be back. I was trying to see when y'all's uh, race in Dega was when is that we were just talking about that and I forgot um when is your Talladega race Talladega race is October 1st oh man I was seeing if the date well wait October 20th uh you know y'all be in Homestead oh well I was seeing if we could possibly have a get together and watch along party for the uh U.S. Grand Prix out in Vegas uh because that is going to be Oh, no, wait. When is the U.S. Grand Prix in Vegas? I thought it was in November. Oh, it's not until November. Y'all might be done yeah. racing. Oh, we will be. Y'all will be done racing. We should, we yep. should, because that's a Saturday night. We ought to try to, yeah. uh, I'll try to, we'll try to get together and watch that one because that's going to be, that's going to be pretty cool, dude. That's going to be, the yeah. race might suck because the track looks very, very boring. Um, but the, just the pomp and circumstance and them going down broadway and you know that should be that should be pretty cool but we'll set that up we'll set that up later you got any final thoughts for today man uh no i'm i'm good I'm gonna go do my iRacing racing race and uh enjoy my my day off go do it go win some iRacing racing when you're heading to darlington is it just a drive for y'all do y'all not have to drive it is it nice. is a drive it's a two-hour drive most people are headed down <laughs> friday night i'm on the fence i'm leaning towards driving down Saturday morning. The garage opens at 7 a.m., which means I would have to leave my house somewhere around 4 That's not Saturday terrible. morning. Which is not... I mean, it's it's a night in my own bed and two hours of, I mean, less sleep. Honestly, I've done worse. Yeah. I, I can... I can hack it. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure with your background, you've done worse than waking up at 4 a.m. in a nice comfy bed. I have more on less, for sure. <laughs> Some would say you're even trained to handle this type of stuff. <laughs> it could be suggested that, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so I, th- I think I'm I'm going to head down Saturday morning sweet, um, and sweet. sleep in my own bed tomorrow night. You got any big plans for the weekend, man? Other, nope, other, than, uh, other than working? Uh, it just watch as much college football as I once I get home on Saturday I will park my butt on the couch and watch college football I will watch the western games that go off at midnight one o'clock I, I don't, I'll watch Oregon play whoever I don't care the Pac-12 um, after dark 
Yeah, I think Hawaii's off this weekend. I usually stay up for Hawaii's games, but they always play that week zero game. I don't know how their week one works, um, whether they're home or what. Hawaii looked pretty good against I know they only played Vanderbilt. They still look good. I don't know if Vanderbilt's that good or Hawaii has elevated their program, but uh, Hawaii looked pretty competitive, pretty sporty against Vanderbilt. So, Did you see Vanderbilt Stadium? Yeah, oh yeah, I've seen it. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Being held up by cranes, the scoreboard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, what a mess. It's something. What a mess. What a mess. Uh, but for Matt Ridgway, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all next week on another soon-to-be award-winning, maybe next week. I don't know. Maybe the week after. We got we got crazy schedules right now. But we will see you sometime in the hey, future. Hey, two in a row. Hey, we're, we're, hey, we're, getting, we're getting on a schedule now, baby. We're getting on a roll. <laughs> Some people would call this a streak. Uh, but we will see you all sometime in the near future here on TM5 Track Talk. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a safe Labor Day. And uh, let's see if uh, let's see if we can get Ryan Priest a win here in these next ten races. Let's see if we can go out with a bang. See if we can go out with a bang. Get that guy. We're, we're gonna give it absolute hell. That's for sure. I like it. I like it. I like to hear that. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>